front of gang. I just want your pleasure. You just want my pain. I just want you off of me and you just want the same. Let's take a flight. Let's live this life. Let's get a hotel. What up, what up, what up, world? It's Queensbridge Podcast. This is my first episode, my first podcast. Um, I'm going to do a little intro on my show just because... I don't know. It means a lot to me. So Queensbridge, it's where Queens link, connect, and we try to bridge the gap, trying to bring communities together, different perspectives of life, and just have a good time. Today, I brought in a wonderful, wonderful queen herself, Miss Eve, representing the Kinky Couture, and we want to talk about all things sex. How you doing, love? I am so good, and I am so glad that you asked me to do this. Thank you so much. Yes, yes, yes. Appreciate the love. I definitely wanted to spice it up with my first show. Um, I strongly believe that sex sells especially because of this instagram post i posted i literally had no clothes on and i got so many likes but when i posted my podcast i had like 12 likes wow look i'm with the shit so that might be why (laughs) yeah so um eve i definitely want to chop it up with you i want to tell the people how we met because when we met yo like i was super hungry i'm looking at you two guys like listen i need something to do give me anything i'm trying to build my brand like i'm super ambitious and you guys took the time out and you guys spoke to me and the crazy part about it was i was actually supposed to be a nude model yeah um and and i punked out of it i punked (laughs) out of it no i don't think you punked out of it it was i don't know timing was i guess off a little bit but (laughs) um yeah i mean we were gonna do the whole nude model thing and then but you wind up being at least a shot girl that was fun yes it was fun and i learned (laughs) so much that night i Yo, I had such a great experience. I'm not really a a, a porn watcher. Yeah. But it, it was different. Like it was a game. Wait, night. you're not a porn watcher? No. What? I'm not I'm not I'm not listen. I just like to get to the I don't want to say I like to get to the nitty gritty, <laughs> but like don't tease me like that, okay? Unless you know it's about to go down basement. But um <laughs> yeah, the show it was dope. I mean, yeah, the event it was dope. It was mm-hmm. like a game night and what I appreciated about it was was it I feel like people sometimes they put too much emphasis on sex. Mm-hmm. Like it's normal. It's, too it's a part of yeah, like yeah. it's a part of life. So right. when I stepped into Kiki Couture, right, and I totally felt like that, and, and I loved you because you talked about like consent, mm-hmm. like you gave your disclaimer, yep. and then you have like these what is it like your vanilla term? You're like oh. Wait, it's a safe space. Oh, yeah. So definitely, um, Kinky Couture is supposed to be a safe space. Um, it's sex positive, body positive. Um, you know, we do not discriminate against anybody or their lifestyle um, or judgmental against anything. You know, we try to make sometimes we try to make like the taboo so not taboo for people because right. sometimes it's hard for them. The concept society it puts too much on sex and sexuality, and exactly. it's normal. Like we said, it's normal. It's a huge human you know instincts so you know we just try to make it as 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 normal and have more conversations about it absolutely what was the craziest event that y'all had because y'all do all types of stuff let <laughs> the people know like we do all types well, of stuff yes pause yeah. <laughs> pause <laughs> like i'm not a zoo but pause not like that y'all Um, okay so basically kinky couture two k's kinky couture um is an adult event um entertainment group company 
uh, black owned, uh, located in Newark, New Jersey. Ow. And we host events, um, like I said, that are um, lifestyle, mainly lifestyle events for people in the kink lifestyle. Um, so, you know, they're again, sex positive, um, body positive, um, and we fuse sexuality, art and entertainment together. So recent, um, events that we've done, um, have been, well, first we started off underground. <laughs> we started off doing play parties. Okay. Uh, me and my partner, when we first got together about six years ago, mm-hmm. um, we started off in an open relationship. Okay. Um, and we both wanted to explore our sexualities together and with other people. Okay. Um, so we kind of got into the swinger lifestyle, um, being very open, meeting new people. Um, he'd have his play partners. I'd have mine. Sometimes we'd join together and do things right. together. Uh, <laughs> and um, when we did that, we went to parties. We went to a lot of events that would promote, you know, um, again, uh, that kind of lifestyle. Um, most of it was in New York. We went to a lot of New York parties. Um, not too many people of color were throwing things in New Jersey. So you did have to go to like Brooklyn or Queens, you know. Um, so we started getting into those lifestyle parties. And what we realized, because me and my partner, he we were always the party couple. Right, right. So no matter what, we were always throwing house parties. Like our house is called the Batcave for a reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. So we were always throwing parties, house parties. And, you know, during these parties, things just might happen. But Ow. everybody had a great time. Everybody always had an experience and a story to tell afterwards. Yes. So, you know, we were like, you know what? We're in this lifestyle now. We're going to events. Why don't we throw our own events? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We saw how fun it was. We saw that, you know, the people that we were meeting were amazing um normal normal people normal beautiful people that we were meeting right so we wanted to make our own little thing for north jersey um we started throwing those parties so they were you know play parties mm-hmm. um and we've done a few game you got bangs the game as night, well and then you do the paint <laughs> and then too, right? right so well first we were you know we were doing those events but then we mm-hmm. realized like a lot of people wanted to get into the lifestyle yeah but it was kind of hard for them and they didn't know where to where to start they didn't know where to go to what event to go to they weren't going to just show up like at a sex party and just yeah. be good mm-hmm. Um, so then we wanted to take ourselves a little bit more um, to a broader audience and we started to do munches. Now, munches are um, events mm-hmm. that are set in a normal vanilla setting. So they're set in like restaurants or bars okay. or maybe bowling. But the people that are involved are people that are, um, you know, in the Kinkler style. So this is for people that go to these events. They're curious about the people that are at, you know, the bigger events. Right. But they just want to have communicative. They want to talk to these people, you know, um, and have normal conversations. Um so that's what we started doing. We started throwing munches. So what we've okay. done is we've done in the past uh, sip and paints with a nude model. Okay, so it's like a regular sip and paint, but again, we add the sexual aspect of the nude model. Yes. We've had women nude models and then also male nude models. Um, we just actually did our last one uh, this past week, which was amazing. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, I actually didn't even get a chance to go because uh. <laughs> my friend, my friend Les is like horrible. But um, yeah, um, as far as the um, the paint and sips, mm-hmm. like with the models, do they ever experience anything? I don't want to say weird, 
but how do you guys go about because i think of you guys as a secret society like i i I'm trying not to make this a secret anymore though it, it's, it's well <laughs> everybody I know about this but I, absolutely but i also feel like it's some type of this i want to say discretion or right. some type of privacy exclusivity yeah. Yeah. yeah of course we um do respect everybody's privacy no matter what um it just so happened that this last model, she actually, this is her job. Like, she's a pro-dom. Ah, so she wanted to more, like, promote you know, it. promote it. So we're like, okay, cool. Um, but, yeah, so most of our models, you know, they're they're nervous in the beginning. Yeah. Because they obviously have never done this. But when they walk out, you know, all of our um, audience and all of our guests, very respectful. Right. Very positive. Um, they don't treat them as if, like, they're staring at, the, you know, staring at certain body parts. They don't feel awkward. They don't feel weird. Um, you know, they just, like they just pose and it just feels normal to the model after a while right right once you're naked in front of people and um <laughs> you realize that hey, you're just normal it. like it's yeah. just a normal setting then you kind of feel like you have clothes on you know what i mean that's kind of what we want to do we want to take nudity to a non-taboo type right. of uh level right i totally understand um when i went to the the last event that i went to mm -hmm. um that was sex flicks and chill it was it was super dope everybody yeah. had on like pajamas mm -hmm. and it was mad snacks and mad drinks yep. and it was super lit but it was one particular conversation that stuck with me um because i don't i, I never thought that far but i guess it's actual discrimination in porn mm -hmm. and they basically categorize it like ebony yep. and how can you talk about that a little bit more because you know yeah. i just I'm curious, like, I'm not that I want to go into porn, but <laughs> it's just interesting how you find discrimination everywhere. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I mean, definitely in the porn industry, like, that's the one industry where I can say that kind of racism is still semi-allowed, you know mm. what I mean? Because, um, you know, people fetishize the uh, black body so much, but, you know, it, it's just it's disrespectful in some types of way and you know we all watch porn like and we notice like there's different categories and stuff but we never really like look into it and be like oh damn like ebony is really black women when they do have you know black porn like you have to look up certain things and yes. they pay them based on the 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 yes. actual categorization mm -hmm. so it's like even though i'm dark maybe I can go for a Dominican and I'll call myself like a biracial porn and I'll right. get paid more mm -hmm. instead of classifying myself as an ebony porn star. Yep. Like stuff like that gets under my skin because yeah. it's like, come on, man, it's, it's, it's body parts we're <laughs> dealing with here. You know, it all, I don't say it's all look the same, but it all do the same thing. Right. And there's not that much, it. um, I would say there's not, there's not that many, uh, like chances, not open spaces, but chances or, mm -hmm. um, uh platforms for you know black uh i guess black actors in the porn industry as much as there mm. are white or you know non-color right right, right. Uh, actors so you kind of notice that you know what i mean you, you do but again it's it's a lot of fetishization um that's true you know the black body is loved so much but not really respected as much as it should yeah, be yeah and they still won't pay us what what they, they owe us, pay us. Nope. <laughs> how Even would you define models. um how would you define feminism and do you think you're a feminist um yes i definitely do <laughs> i 100 percent think 
I'm a feminist. I believe feminism is um, a movement that basically is for, you know, women wanting to be equal, wanting to be looked at as equal to men um, in general. We should get paid the same. Uh, we should be respected the same. Um, sexuality should not be something that, you know, makes that us di happen. that diminishes us in any way because it definitely doesn't diminish men at, at all. all. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a feminist. I'm definitely for the cause of equal equality with yeah. women yeah and eve that's like a super problem i'm having because it's like i don't want to hump everything that i see <laughs> you know i don't but it's girl like, you gotta hump something you gotta hump something <laughs> but when you meet somebody or whatever consent, the case is consent though <laughs> oh they consent okay. i ain't cardi b i ain't drugging but um yeah so when you meet somebody or whatever and mm. they on a they bs or whatever right I'm the type of female where I kind of feel like, shit, I want to do me too. Right. But you still want to be a lady. You don't want to walk down the street or you don't want to be known as like a hoe or a whore. You still want to be respectable mm -hmm. at the end of the day. But how the dating scene is, is like, can anybody really be monogamous? Like, mm -hmm. I feel like everything is just like a big open relationship. And I'm just like this person stuck in the old world and i'm thinking like hey i'm just supposed to have a boyfriend mm -hmm. and then i'm going to get married and that's that but it's like it's not that way and then i feel like as a woman i honestly can't i have to somewhat suppress some of my sexual urges because i'm a woman and period you you just don't want the stigma it's still a stigma to sleep with a lot of men not that i right. want to sleep with a lot of men but it's just like it plays with your, yeah it plays with your mind because it's like dang i don't i i i got this one body i don't want this body and i don't want that body but i you know like i think you go go, that? Yeah. Is that a girl thing no i definitely understand where you're coming from because i have been there uh yeah. many times especially in this industry being somebody who um is in a lot of sexual environments um you just have to understand first of all you have to own your sexuality like That's you have true. to literally look inside of yourself and be like i am having pleasure for me you know mm. what i mean if anybody judges me for being having my own pleasure then that's their issue that's their mm. problem with themselves um whenever somebody judges me in that type of way i'm like well that's your opinion because that's your own that's your own world that you're living your in you know perception. what i mean that's mm -hmm. your own perception mm -hmm. of me my perception of you might be different than your perception of me mm -hmm. but regardless what i what i think of me is what all i think matters. of me and that's all that matters Absolutely. you know what i mean so the words ho horse slut that doesn't really bother me in any sense like mm -hmm. i like to be empowered by those those words you know what i mean like Take those words back okay because uh, right <laughs> because at the end of the day those are something again that um society has taught um men and women that again women are not allowed to own their sexuality mm. they're not allowed to yeah it, that, this is a man's world they're not allowed to so um you thinking like you know i can only have a boyfriend and one person to sleep with and all yeah. that stuff um that is something that it's cool, but you're not going to get any pleasure and you're going to be stuck in your head. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the only solution to that is you're going to be stuck in your head and you're going to wish that you've had these experiences instead of having them. 
So because yeah, I, I, I don't want to turn into an old hag one day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and there's nothing wrong with becoming older because I think age is beautiful. Let me just say that. Yes. But I think what my issue is sometimes is just like, dang, I don't want to be waiting on somebody when I could be doing me. Right. Like, let me know what it is. Right. And I feel like the more experiences that you have, the more yeah. you learn about yourself and your own sexuality. That's true. So, you know, don't don't diminish yourself don't don't do one thing <laughs> explore the world honey explore the world be safe about it Eve but explore your world Eve's ladies fault. it is Eve's fault everyone <laughs> felt liberated empowered and blamed Eve it's all her fault okay you know who I'm happy for though I'm okay. super happy for Wendy Williams okay. like did you hear about her she she, she, she recently yes oh, okay <laughs> yes yes i never understood the meaning of a divorce party until i seen wendy williams like in her story i just felt like girl it was time he was doing you dirty girl like yeah. but i heard all types of stuff about that like how would you have handled that like i i don't know because i personally they've been together for so long yeah you don't know what's happened behind closed doors you don't know what their communication style is you don't know what their arrangement was you don't really understand like how they got there I how it got to a point where he had somebody on the side and it was m more or less about I i'm getting from blogs and stuff that it's more or less about like money like him staying because of the money yeah but I i'm not really sure because i don't I know what she's saying. like they've I both kept it under wraps for so long but they've been together for so long so i don't know i think they I met at kinky uh kinky couture event oh, that's no, what i didn't. think because <laughs> i've seen these pictures and they all was at the same place together well they were at swinger parties oh okay okay so <laughs> that yeah so she wendy knows uh Sharina, whatever her name is mm. but the story was really touching me and when i had actually wrote up the material like uh her divorce hadn't came out yet and i'm just like yo I i'm not paying for a lawyer i'm not doing anything um but i i i would you know have to pay someone to do a job for me because i feel like it's a little bit disrespect because okay you want to be with her or whatever i allowed it Mm -hmm. for some time you want to be with her but why you gotta spend my money oh, so and, yeah. and 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 girl yes i just it's just too much i can't take care of another female and as a female i couldn't let <laughs> take another female take care of me like whoa i can hold my own now if you want to spend her money and buy me a house with that mm -hmm. that's on you but i'm not going to sit here and depend on another female for, for how i'm gonna eat the next day mm. yeah. like i said i do not know the arrangement maybe they had a whole conversation and something went left you know what i mean like i have no idea what happened with that that whole situation i love your your thinking because i feel like i have to give everybody the benefit fit of the doubt yeah because you know it, you don't know you don't know you Honestly, don't know again you're, you're what speaking. kind of communication was mm -hmm. happening in that relationship so you know they, they, if you saw them at, i mean if you think that they were at swinger parties they might have had you know two or three they might have done this before it might have just let, went left with this relationship okay who knows okay <laughs> do you feel like women can car i can't even say it do you feel like women can um put their men in compartments like, do you feel like women can have a dude who pays the phone bill? She has a dude who is the guy who takes her out. The guy who, it basically, uh, it, it's a guy for, it's a purpose for every guy in her life. Do you um, think that that's healthy? Don't we do that with everybody, though? 
we do that right with we do everybody. That with everybody. But can, can, do you feel like you could do that with love? Oh, and wait. being a woman. Wait, with love or just like? Because I'm thinking you're talking about like dating. So when you have like a guy who is, because I was just talking to a coworker about this, mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh, I have three guys on mm-hmm. my list right now. Okay. I've got one that likes to take me out to dates. Mm-hmm. I got one where, um, you know, we we." drink or whatever and i got one that i go over to his house and he knows it bing bang boom we're done you know what i mean like that's the reason why i go over to his house okay so i'm listening to her stories and how she's you know breaking up these guys but i've heard multiple people say like oh you you know i have a whole bunch of different men each one is for a certain reason yes that's the type of time i'm trying to get on but (laughs) i'm living under a rock i be trying to be a good girl for the wrong reason and i have said that like I definitely have done that. I have. Like, I, me, myself, okay. I'm, well, not you personally, just saying, like, in general. I think, yes, and, that, that's fine. But I don't think that, like, we should go into relationships with a plan to use somebody else. Understood. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that should be your main idea to keep somebody around. I think the main purpose to keep somebody around is because, um, you connect on a certain level whether that you know you connect on a certain level with just like watching you know netflix whether you connect on a certain level by going out to 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 eat connecting on a certain level you know drinking that's your thing you know what i mean like i just feel like you know if that's where you guys connect the most then yeah that's cool but i just don't think that you should use somebody unless they are consenting to be used (laughs) no no i totally understand not necessarily you know i'm saying using them but right like you said, you meet people and certain things fall right. into place right. and certain things is offered to you. Yeah. Like, I had a particular situation. I had met someone already, mm-hmm. right? So I met them. We, we was cool. Um, whatever. Had sex. Whatever. Whatever. So whatever. then, um, whatever. next thing I know, <laughs> next thing I'm I know. Over that. Is this <laughs> Details. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so next thing I know, I have, um... A co-worker, I'll say. Mm-hmm. He started trying to talk to me or whatever the case is. Okay. And we talking and he's offering to pay my phone bill and telling me he could fix stuff in my house. Yeah. And I just stopped talking to him because I was talking to the other guy and I felt wrong for talking to both of them at the same time. I feel Did so... either of them say anything that they you were supposed to know. talk to one person at the they same didn't time? No, no one knew. Oh, no. I would have kept both of them <laughs> on my roster. Are you crazy? <laughs> Yes, girl. Because the guy that wants to pay for all that stuff, that guy, he's basically wanting to please you. So in the in the BDSM world, I would call him my submissive. That's that's who he would be to me, okay? Because he basically wants to please me in any way, fashion, whether it's with his money, Mm -hmm. whether he wants to take me out, Mm -hmm. whether he wants to rub my feet at night. He basically is there because he really just likes pleasing. Right. So yes, like I said, he's consenting to it. So if he's (laughs) the one like I want to pay all this stuff, then by golly, who am I to stop stop you from that? Yes, Um, we should, you know, go forward. But I I passed that opportunity up trying to be so who are you trying who are you trying to be with at the end of the day i don't even know i'm gonna be with god 
What? No, I mean, like, in this situation, you said like, that you said you I gave didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really know if I wanted to be with him. I just felt guilty for entertaining two guys at once. I'm oh. one of those girls. Like, I actually feel guilty. Like, oh, my God. I but feel if like the I'm guy is him. like, but I have no problem, like... I'm not asking for permission. I'm single as hell. Right. That's you're, just something to do with me dating. and my mind. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, but I don't want to leave people on. And then I was like, oh, my God, he going to want something after a while. I don't know if I... Do I'm not confused. assume. Do not assume anything in a relation. That's another thing. Okay. Don't assume okay. um, based off of, you know, the beginning of relationships. Because relationships could change at any point. Mm. And I feel like that's where people get in snags is that they assume just because um, of what they think is going to happen with certain um, people in relationships. Those two relationships could have worked out fine. You just assume the worst. So I know. I could have had my Kate and Ada too. Right. Because neither one of them <laughs> wanted a relationship. <laughs> but um anyway how do you feel about the me too movement um i think it's uh about damn time like <laughs> i i do um i mean hello women have been sexually harassed forever and it's been swept under the carpet and it's about time that um it comes to the forefront and yeah. people get their you know be held accountable be held accountable yeah. and responsible for their actions because that's not that's not right absolutely and i i do feel like that as well um it, it's it's it is something that women do with in in the me too movement i learned that you could be like i don't want to say raped without being raped mm -hmm. but if you're in a position like for instance like the whole cat uh casting couch situation mm -hmm. i feel like you're not literally being raped no one literally forced you to do that but it, it's a power thing so that shit had me thinking like, yo, I've probably been raped a few times uh, and didn't even know it because you'd be in these situations where you feel like a man has more status than you mm -hmm. or you may be out with him. Right. You know, you guys are just chilling and you know, like, damn, I don't have no, no Uber money. Right. Like, or, and, or he's drunk. Like, I remember one time I was with a guy, this crazy story mm -hmm. and, um, he picked me up in a taxi cab. Right. So as soon as I get in the cab. He got a gun to the cab driver head. What? Like, drive. Oh I told you I'm going to give you the money when we get to the house. Wait, what? <laughs> right. Wait, so what you think I was doing that night? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, so you guys met in the taxi or he was just supposed he, to pick he, you he, up? He pulled up to my house. I don't know where he was coming from, but he called Wait, me. Wait, this is a guy you already know? Yeah, this was someone I knew. Oh, my God. This I someone was I knew. No, 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 no. But no. even still, why do we have a gun? What is Girl, happening? I was scared. Who are you hooking up with I over was here? scared. <laughs> Listen, he's a graduate of Rutgers, okay? Some hood so, niggas still playing the streets, okay? So, <laughs> oh my God. yeah, okay. so we get in the taxi, and he like, Trav, Trav. And the taxi, uh, the taxi driver, he asking for the money. He like, yo, shut up. Didn't I tell you I was going to give you the money when I get to the house? I got over $1,000. I just need to get to the house. Um, and I'm just sitting here like, Lord, please don't let me be on the news. Please let me make it to the house. Wait a minute. And so we, you got in the taxi cab when he pulled out the gun and you did not get out of the car. Hell no, I get out the car because by the time I seen a gun, it was already to his head. I'm I, sitting there shook <laughs> like this. <laughs> Whatever I'm just trying to break it down in my mind. We're playing Simon Says out this thing, okay? Okay, so, so you're you're in the taxi cab. You guys are alive. He yeah, we get to the house okay. or whatever. He pays the taxi driver too. Thank God, he pays him. So you know we're chilling out, whatever, whatever. Taxi cab didn't call call the cops. No, or nothing. Okay. we was right. good. We was good. We was Gucci. So we was chilling or whatever. Yeah. And then you know that time of the night came, 
And you know where the guy was sitting at? Right on that nightstand. What you think I did? You go on interesting dates. <laughs> <laughs> I busted open. No questions asked. I'm like, shit, I know he was drinking. He was smoking. I ain't giving him no reason <laughs> to, to fuck me up. Whatever you say, you can have it your way. So, so in a way, like, is that like rape? Uh, were you drinking and, and not conscious of I, what you were no, doing? I, I know exactly what I was doing. Okay, then. Um, But did you consented to it, right? Okay, that's the that's the whole thing. You got these people on the couch. I was literally right next to a gun. You're not going to call that rape? No, I would c call that manipulation to mm -hmm. get what he wanted. But I again, was that his whole point? Like, it, it's no, weird. no, it wasn't his whole point because we hung out times before. Yeah. And that was actually the first time we actually he, had sex. But. Was he leading on? Like, he was the one who was trying to lead on and touch you and all that stuff. And was he pressuring you in any way? He wasn't, he wasn't pressuring like me. Like, one for yes. But, just, like, <laughs> but, but no, he wasn't pressuring me. But okay. me just seeing the gun. Yeah. I was scared as hell. Okay. And I did have sex with him. I'm not like, oh, oh my God, I regret it. But it wasn't like, if I didn't see that gun there, I wouldn't have had sex with him. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, like, I don't know. I uh, think that's like rape <laughs> under me too. If, if, if they're saying, oh, I went to an audition and he put me on a casting couch and now he's in jail. Right. I, I literally was with someone who, who had a weapon with them. That's a that's a power fear type of thing. It that's is a why power those girls like are I'm saying, on it, the couch. it could be a part of manipulation. That could be True. something that played a big factor in that. Um, do you I feel like know. the Me Too movement is I just feel is like I w I, we would have we would have went to sleep. I would have pretended to go to sleep or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, been like I would have pretended. Like, wake up, girl. Night. With the gun in my face. <laughs> I would have pretended to throw up. You know, you. I would have just mm. pretended to be like done. <laughs> nah, I wasn't pretending to do shit. I'm mm -hmm. like, yes, mm -hmm, no problem. What else you need? Okay. <laughs> but do you feel like the Me Too movement is gender bias? Do you feel like it's a Me Too movement for men? Uh, yeah, because men get um, harassed as well, um, and that got swept under the carpet. So don't forget about the men. I think it still does. But, um, you know, I feel like we, you know, I feel like right now they're focusing a lot on the women uh, sexual assaults that are happening. But again, men do get raped, men get sexually assaulted. Um, so we never want to leave them out of the conversation because this does happen. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you know, I I, I feel know. like they they try to talk about it, but it's mm -hmm. not ever going to be taken as seriously. Mm -hmm. They, I don't want to say they roasted Terry Crews. But I felt like he got a lot of backlash for just admitting that, hey, I was in again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was in a public setting and someone groped him in front of his wife. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't consent to that, but he didn't really say stop it either. He didn't really give, like, anything, like, definitive to be like, yo, you're violating me. Yeah. Until, like months later i guess and you're saying like hey um i went through this too and i feel like rest in peace nipsey hustle they made a very uh I, I would say a not so nice article saying that um the reason why he died was because of toxic masculinity what? and i feel like i feel like with black men in the me too movement uh -huh. they're very toxic because they they don't want to oh, respect yeah, the fact that 
a man could be taken right. advantage of. It's like a big joke. You know what I'm saying? Well, Even though men, I feel like black men in general have um, this concept that men are supposed to be hard and they're supposed like they replace having emotions with like doubling up on you know being super hard and right. trying to not have emotions. Right. That it just gets it it just gets messy. So now you're throwing shots everywhere that it should not be. You know what I mean? But really, you need to look inside of yourself and deal with your own emotions, deal with your own you know sometimes sexuality deal with your own insecurities and you know that's really not talked of a lot so that's where a lot of the toxic masculinity comes from understood yeah i I think you do have a very valid point with that yeah um i watched this podcast um they're pretty funny it's called horrible decisions oh really yeah and they're (laughs) i've heard of it (laughs) yeah that's good i think you guys may like it yeah no um my partner likes it too oh yeah they're super (laughs) dope like they're funny as hell like i like mandy a little bit more than wheezy um but i love them both Mm -hmm. so when i started watching this podcast uh this kind of led for like my little pre-celibate stage or it made me go like cold turkey for a few months because i kind of felt like well what am i doing Mm-hmm. those chicks make you they make me feel like yo what's up with your sex life like you need to spice it up ho you living like you 35 and married right you know what i'm saying but it was the one podcast it got me and they said did you know they were talking about anal orgasms okay i was like that's possible i didn't know yeah. about that oh Why my not? god you can have an orgasm with anything that really turns you on to a point of climax like you can have an orgasm but how if- can your butt climax <laughs> Well, I mean, like, it, uh, climaxing is just like a whole, it's a whole body thing. You know what I mean? Mm. So, I mean, people can have cl- climaxes with a lot of things, as long as that thing turns you on enough. You know what I mean? To get okay. to that point. Okay. So, um, what? <laughs> have you had anal before? This is a question I want to ask. Oh, God. I have. Okay. Um, I'm not, what was the experience? I'm not really big on it. It hurts. Oh, that's because we were not doing it correctly. <laughs> we need to prepare, ladies. Prepare. This is my whole thing is okay, that whenever so women are sense. like, I don't like anal. Why don't you like anal? It hurts. Well, because you probably did not prepare so how is your prepare body for it. So, honestly, you can't just go in. And it really depends on, like, how big the guy is. Is if you got I this is my thing that I like to do beforehand right <laughs> okay so we preparing the body first of all you want to make sure that you know the food that you ate is not going to affect right so you want to make sure that if if you had something that you want to flush it out we, we want to go to the bathroom beforehand make sure everything's good possibly take a shower okay um once that is all good and you know your body is 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 ready then we want to kind of like ease into it you never want to just like go into it all at once i like to do a little get some lube and then possibly fingers first okay okay so we want to yeah we want to get it Get it used to. We gotta prep it. Okay. So maybe one finger. Just try it a little bit, a little slow. Then if that feels good enough, maybe two fingers. And then you know, depending on the size, I can take a finger. But the actual thing, it'd be like, Lord, help me. Right. But you have to. (laughs) But you really do have to like open it up, get it ready, get it prepared, get it stretched. And they gotta be slow too. It has to be slow. Cannot go into it like just ramming like a fucking bunny. Slip and slide. Take it to the Mm -hmm. house. No, No, we not. You have to make it go nice and slow, um, and 100%, you just gotta 
gotta take your time with it and you take also have to excel time. like i think that helps me like excel. when i when i take deep <laughs> breaths like relax right. relax relax yeah. i'll be okay you know or if i'm very very drunk mm -hmm. i could do it too also what helps with anal which i love and which makes me come a lot is by maybe getting a vibrator and putting it on my clit while the anal stimulation Girl! is happening so then you have both sensations going and after a while you're like yes jesus <laughs> I got Eve up here singing, y'all. Okay. <laughs> right, I feel you. But yeah, uh, that 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 whole podcast had me mm -hmm. going because I'm like, wait, you could actually do that? I, yeah. I I was so lost. They they be. I mean, you know, me like so the much. guys' G spot is there, so like guys definitely have orgasms off of that. Right, that's what a guys' G spot is. Yeah, right I, I think a lot of guys are insecure about that. Cause they, you know, they don't, you know, it's there and, you know, the toxic masculinity thing. They don't want nothing down there by there. I don't want to go down there either, but <laughs> hey, whatever, whatever floats their boats. Um, but yeah, um, uh, when you're in a relationship, do you feel like it's rules to social media? Can you like pictures? Can you not comment on this picture? No, to my social media. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I know, like, with um certain certain with like couples, they yeah. have um. See, that's the whole thing. That's another like the arrangements. That's our arrangements. That's um, I don't know what's going borderline, on. like trying to own somebody else's sexuality and stuff. Like, mm. I don't, I don't mind when my partner likes certain pictures, watches certain things, like talks to certain people like i don't mind that um right. but again it depends on your relationship and you know your communication style of it like if you right. guys have agreed that you know you don't want to do dms no dms right, with anybody right, right. then you know you need to be respectful for your partner if you did have that agreement no liking pictures it's a little crazy with the liking pictures because that's the whole point of instagram <laughs> like like that's the whole point like, of why instagram you like how about like, i don't understand arms. why people are mad that people are liking pictures and that's the whole point is to like pictures and comment but what if okay. he keep liking his ex picture um like why you why would or uh, can he have pictures of his ex-girlfriend on his social media the whole thing that i don't get is like what? your man was attracted to your ex for his ex for a reason like it's not yeah. like the attraction is gonna away. go away right. you know what i mean right. still go, might find that person beautiful but um they're they just might not connect on that level emotionally mm -hmm. um or even sexually but i mean yeah i i don't the x thing is it's weird it's a it's a tough subject because i'm like i don't i don't care as long as you're you know respectful respectful yeah i get it. you i get you yeah i don't know i'll be having to ask these questions like i said no, i feel questions. so out them. of touch i haven't been in a relationship <laughs> in like five years so if this podcast gets out to any good man who wants to be with me yeah just come be with me so i don't wait, have time for the craziness you said that you are celibate or you were i've been single but like celibate like single like not having sex oh no sex? oh i was having sex huh? oh okay okay cool so you're definitely getting down yeah so well not definitely you're i dating. had my little dry spells and stuff like that yeah. but you know i just been in this weird place i live in an age of situationships okay that's where most so of it's us like are. <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't really know how to deal with that that's why i said well what do you do and then you know you don't want to do too much and then he come and he could tell that you've been out here doing you mm, you know if he does then oh, psh, i don't care like <laughs> yes i'm doing me and he what like care, i'm Just doing me what? and what like you're doing you too okay so let's, let's uh, all right, talk and, about it and, <laughs> and like, <laughs> 
are, are you threatened that I, I might be getting more? Are, are you threatened by this? Oh. Yo, Eve got me up here. <laughs> no, I be trying to, you know, be like, I was being a good girl. You don't got to worry about me. Don't lie. Hold don't lie down. to make them feel better about I'll, themselves. I don't be lying. Mm-hmm. Listen, when he slotted, he'd be like, oh, okay. And he knows I wasn't doing nothing. See, that'd be the main reason why I don't do nothing. Because I don't want my body to tell on itself. Your body is going to tell on itself when you're aroused, first of all. When you're aroused, <laughs> you're more open. That's the whole point. This whole That's loose true. pussy thing is such a, a fable. Man. I don't think... Nah, I'm sorry. Have I you ever been what, in pussy? I, I remember... No, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like that stuff. No, I, it's, I it's a fable. I think women are beautiful, but... but I don't know. Because the only reason why I don't believe it... Yeah. Is because I was with someone... Yeah. And I was with them for years, even though we was never in a relationship. It's okay. probably my biggest regret right now. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, I was still doing me sometimes. And he was like, well, why does it feel like that? He's lying. Nah, that nigga wasn't lying. Either that or, like, you're really turned on every single time that you see That it. was, like, the only time aroused. he ever said that... When you're I need around, a male's perspective. You gotta hype on it. You gotta hop on this mic, yo, because I know I ain't stupid. When you're, Y'all can it, tell. This is a scientist's fact. When you're aroused, your your vagina walls they open up more. Yeah. Okay, Eve. Yes. When you granted. when you're not when you're not like comfortable, then they're tight. When you're not fully aroused, so that's the whole thing. You might have mm-hmm. been fully aroused with him, or he's lying. Like that. The whole open vagina. I think. Much. I think it's. I think. I think it's. Is okay. I. I believe what you're saying, and I know that is true. <laughs> yeah. But I also feel like a woman body can tell on her. For instance, if you know you have not been intimate with mm-hmm. your dude for like two to three weeks, it's going to be kind of on a clank clank. Okay. Now, if it's been two two to three weeks and he just slide on in there like it's the third base, <laughs> that nigga know. Am I right, Tigger? Get, get on the mic. Am okay, I right? So this is you Tiga. know the difference, right? Tigger is my partner, um, and he also runs Kinky Couture with Ow. me. Hello. Hey, 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 hey. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> I, I was just listening to all everything. Y'all, Sorry. Y'all was going in. Y'all was going <laughs> Out in. Out of control. Um, yeah, I mean, like, as uh, from in a male general. perspective, I think that um, I, I, I don't have a vagina. I'll say that. But I do enjoy how the vagina can contract and to tighten up. And, 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 you know, it's so many different factors that come into that. You know, okay. like she said, you know, whether you were extremely excited, moist, wet as hell. And then he might have been like fucking like. Right. Like rock hard. And then, you know, it just seemed that smoother or. Um, he, you could have been anxious. You could have been nervous. You could have been all types of things. And I it's think just my different. body told on me, honey. You know, could have been the condom. It could have been a whole bunch of things. You know, you got niggas out here that's. Uh, sorry, can I? Well, I'm lying niggas. from now on. <laughs> you got you got cats out here that's not even that well endowed that can that can fit a magnum and it's just slip and slide. Oh it's just Jesus! All types of different <laughs> Those factors. Out of here. Get them out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's so many different things, but um. Okay. I think you might have overthought about the situation and allowed that guilt to get on you. Oh, well, I never said nothing. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. But, yeah, he just kept asking me, like, why does it feel like that? You know what? But did he know that I you think were he with somebody knew else? It sounds what like was he going knew. On. And that was a great know. place to open the, up the, the, the gates for that conversation. I didn't want to get into that conversation. I was getting my back <laughs> blown out. I just looked back like this, has and he, that was that. The, best, the better question is, has he ever confronted you about it? About, um, nah. Being with other men. 
yes he has but you know it, that's why i said this situation shit is crazy because how can you say that to me when i'm a single woman Mm. And then you want to try to use shit against me when I'm a single woman. And that's why he asked those questions. It's the passive aggressiveness, and then there's a assertiveness. And that that was a passive aggressive move while he was still getting the vagina. So okay, yeah, you wherever know. you at, I hope you hear this, and you won't be on my live. I know you won't be on my live, <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about. Because look at look at the time and the place. He could have said it before y'all had sex, but then he waited till after he had sex. Right. To say, hey. That's why I said I think my body told on me. We was cool the whole time, but he slid in like it was the third base and it was like a month and some change but, she but, like well why you had the you know perfect what? situation to it was, it it, but it was the perfect time to ask you after i didn't slid it right 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 <laughs> after I if got you were that offended as a man you would you wouldn't have done it matter you know fact, what i mean like you wouldn't have had sex with me I, like if you're that offended right 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 right, right. you know what i mean but you didn't want to have you an argument these you didn't want to have an argument they you didn't want to talk about it you just want to you just want to make some slick comments calm down with your slick comments Either you want to fuck or not. Like, that's that's all. <laughs> right, right. I totally um understand that. Oh, my God. See, Eve, I told you it was going to be a conversation. A conversation. Yes. So, let's talk about your other job because, you know, we was talking real spicy, but Eve is like an entrepreneur. She's very intelligent. You know what I'm saying? Just because we're up here talking about sex don't mean that we're not about our business. We don't get to our money. Well, we work hard. <laughs> we play hard. Ow. And it's a good business, too, because like I said, sex sells. Y'all only gave me 12 likes on my little podcast. I posted my little titty out. Y'all gave me 70 likes, but it's all love. Tell us about Sloppy Vinyl. Sloppy Vinyl. Bloomfield, right? Yeah, yeah. It's in um, Bloomfield. So basically, Sloppy Vinyl is... Um, it's a platform. Uh, it's a media and entertainment company. Um, and, you know, we do interviews, okay. um, like the Hey Indo show. That's one of their biggest platforms. Okay. Um, most of it is a blog, though. So Sloppy Vinyl is basically the platform itself mm -hmm. um, to put on artists, to put on um, uh, social culture, everything to do with music, sports, anything in the news, you know what I mean? Anything happening nowadays. Right. Um, so Sloppy Vinyl in itself is a blog online, sloppyvinyl.com. Um, and then through that platform, we have the Hey Indo Show, which is an interview, um, interview show um, that's taped. Um, and we basically you know, interview a lot of different brands in New Jersey, as well as top um, artists, rappers, okay. singers, performers. Um, and then we also do events as well. So, you know, we do showcases and events. Um, y'all gotta get connected with Eve. <laughs> That's the plug. I'm trying to tell y'all, I'm right. only bringing connects up here. That's what Queensbridge is about. I'm trying to link you up with people that you need to know. Okay? Sex and music. Right. You can't have one out the other. I'm just saying. But I'm my role basically with Sloppy Vinyl is I'm more of um, the company because Sloppy mm -hmm. Vinyl is the brand. Absolutely. Um, but I work for Sloppy House. Sloppy mm -hmm. House is the company in itself. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I run the administration. Um, I, you know, I'm talking, I do branding consultations with the clients. Um, a lot of the artists, a lot of the rappers, I do a lot of branding consultations. Um, so I figure out like their goals and, you know, their, their next steps, um, what their image is, just basically giving, having them create their own, um, formula and their foundation Got it. for them to be an artist, um, and to be a rapper, to be a singer. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I, I do that dope. as well, and I do the billing. So you know, <laughs> girl, you're doing it all. Honestly, <laughs> you're basically like a business yourself. Yeah. All the all the hats that you're wearing, right. all it takes is a LLC, right? <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that's super dope because mm -hmm. I think that like in New Jersey, I I may not know all of the connects out here, all of the resources, but I think it's good that artists have a place where they can go to and say like, hey, I have this idea, and get some type of guidance because. Yeah. I know like when I was trying to get into stuff I really didn't know where to go that's how I ended up at you guys door because right. I'm like listen <laughs> I just need something to do like I don't want to see my life go to waste right. like, like I, I want to be an entrepreneur right yeah so I think that's super dope and, and I think that's important like yeah. especially with um people of color you know we are at a point right now where so many of us want to do something outside of just working the regular nine to five we want to become entrepreneurs mm -hmm. but we just don't know the right people or the next steps exactly. or we don't have the right tools to do that and that's what my businesses do well you know me working at sloppy um vinyl and sloppy house She's and the then also kinky couture is we are those we are those spaces for you mm -hmm. you know what i mean the spaces we already have the tools all you have to do is come in and um you know utilize them so yep and even so this day ticket he's like so what are you trying to do what, what, what do you want to do like he's like i can point you in the right direction and i appreciate that because I think that's one of the things about my podcast is like sometimes people really just don't know. You don't know. Yeah. You could really change somebody's life by just giving them a piece of information. Mm -hmm. So like I hope that maybe we could work together in the future. Oh, yeah, like I love that. passing information along. Um, but it was one more topic I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. Um, do you think that a child has to be a certain age to know their sexuality? Or is a child ever too young? to know their sexuality um no i don't believe so um i think your sexuality again sexuality is something that has no number to it mm. um yes you have get hormones you know you become hormonal at a certain time but knowing what you are attracted to mm -hmm. um I, I think that somebody can know at any age okay yeah, yeah because I found myself feeling like a little crazy. Why? Because I, crazy I, I well, now. I felt like a hypocrite, <laughs> I guess. Why? Pretty much to say because I was like a little bit judging Dwayne Wade's son. Mm -hmm. And I'm like he's too old to know that he's too young to know that he's gay. Like you never even tried the first thing yet. How do you know you don't like girls? Right. You know, but I saw something on Instagram and they're like, oh, can y'all stop acting like y'all didn't have little boyfriends and little right. girlfriends in, in elementary school? And I'm like, yeah, I had me a little boyfriend as soon as I probably could pronounce the word <laughs> because I was just always in some some boy face that yeah. I don't know. But I was just like, you know what? That's true. But in, and when they said that, it helped me put the situation in perspective. Like, OK, I respect um Dwayne and, and Gabby for like trying to support him right. even though I felt like they caught a lot of backlash for that it, it's just hard sometimes when it comes to sexuality mm -hmm. and age and then I think the fact that black people never really normalize sex is just no. wait till marriage mm -hmm. wait till marriage wait nigga did you wait till marriage right. how did I well my mother she was actually married but her first son ma <laughs> come on now you know you 
was probably in back of the church, Sunday school, right. down south somewhere, talking about, amen, hallelujah, forgive me, Jesus. And I think that makes it worse sometimes is that the community suppress, like, teaches you to suppress it so much, mm -hmm. which makes you want to do it more. Like, we're re rebellious. And you know then you mean? don't know how to Especially go about it. Right. You know and what I mean? You if, you, if you're not given the, the tools and the education, instead of somebody saying, don't do, don't do, don't do, give me tools and education on how to do it right, on what I should be doing. You know what I mean? Teach like, me how to teach think. me right teach me everything about it so at least i know when i'm in situations mm -hmm. that you know i might i might come out ignorant to so that, i think that's a big problem is that we don't have conversations we don't talk about sexuality as much as we should yeah. um and then we judge people that are sexual um and might have been doing you know ignorantly sexual things right but who was there to teach them you know yeah, what i mean exactly so it, it's just like I think that's and pick a battle, pick a struggle, man. Pick a struggle. Everything. Yep. Pick a struggle. But yeah, that's why. <laughs> but I'm yeah, so no, happy. I definitely don't mm -hmm. think that anybody is too young. Um, again, I think that the reason why that conversation was so big was because it was a boy who mm. just says, "I like boys." This right. conversation would never happen if a girl went to like a little little girl, a little boy went to like some another party, you know, just no, like a party true. in general. You know what I mean? That's true. So. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't think that. Okay. All. I don't think also sexuality can be taught, which is another thing. Is that a lot mm. of people were like, "Oh, he shouldn't be seeing that." I would never take my child out to a gay parade because if they see it, then that's what's going to make them want to do it. Like you see things happen all the like kids are so. Um, they're so, you know, they scoop everything up. They they're just sponges. are sponges. Yeah. So there's a lot of times where kids, you know, see everything. We see everything all the time. Mm -hmm. And yet they know what's not what, what they want to do and what they don't. That's you know true. what I mean? Like, it, it's not that serious. Sexuality is not really. Um, but do you feel like, pressured. I mean, yeah, I feel like it, I feel like it can be taught and it, it kind of can be taught okay because if you're in a certain environment and that's all you see mm -hmm. that's just what you kind of may go with okay. you know like if if someone well sh i can't even say that because i'm like what if two 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 guys who are mm -hmm. homosexuals if they was to like adopt someone like a son i honestly don't think their son would come out gay i i i don't i think they may have like little questions but i don't think they'll come out gay really what i was trying to say was like for instance do you mm -hmm. I don't want to categorize people, <laughs> but I feel like sometimes with homosexuality, sometimes it comes from people being molested and mm. people being taken advantage of from a young age. I don't feel like it's all of them because I feel like some people just have certain experiences. You could have had a traumatizing experience with your boyfriend, you know, not you per se, yeah. but in general. And you're like, you know what? I just want to deal with a female right. now. But um, I do think that it's certain experiences that lean sometimes people to the other side not that it's anything wrong with it mm -hmm. but um i i think yeah it's certain things that lead up to that in, in certain cases mm. I, I won't say that it's taught but it's something led up to but it. i think something like that can be said for any kind of sexual abuse there's mm. a lot of times where your trauma you relive it um yeah. especially with sexual trauma you kind of like relive it yeah. um in a lot of different ways so I, I don't know if you know sexual 
being hurt sexually, you know, has anything to do with sexual with homosexuality. But I do think that um, sometimes when people are, you know, sexually abused, it does come out and they, they try ways. to. Yeah. In other ways. Right. That may be one of them, not just that one. <laughs> I just want to make that clear because, you know, what I'm saying I have no problem with anybody, but I just feel like it's an interesting conversation and I just get amazed that like uh like for instance i have like a a, i basically call her my sister Mm -hmm. and she's my nephew's mom she has four kids all together okay and i guess she was always bisexual and i didn't know because i was a kid but it's like now she's gay yeah and it's like well how do you explain that to your kids it it it, and and then it's it's just confusing to me because it's like you have these kids and now you're I, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> that that be the part that throws me off. Can I chime in a little bit? Chime in, male perspective. Um, <clears throat> just it, you know, one of the things I had the pleasure of learning, especially doing um, King Couture and having a lot of like very pro-sexual friends, is that like sexuality is such a fluid thing. Like you can be, you know, you can be a straight woman that loves watching gay porn, and that mm-hmm. turns you on. Now you're not a man and you're not looking for no no penis, but you you There's get turned on by these things. And then you can be uh, clearly a, a mother, a, a wife uh, with children, and have had those college experiences where you and your roommate went totally there with it. Right. And then you don't revisit that anymore, but you still had fun. Mm-hmm. And that's just so many different um, avenues of where sexuality and then what you want to do socially don't always have to intertwine with each other also Mm. romantically like there's people that are sexually attracted Mm -hmm. to maybe you might be sexually attracted to men but romantically you are attracted to a woman and that's allowed oh that's another conversation that's allowed but it happened there's such a large there's such a large spectrum you know what i mean i learned such a long spectrum i love kinky couture this this past what was a month i learned the phrase like demisexual that's what i'm talking about yeah that was that What's blew that, my yeah. mind. So a young lady that was at a, another friend of ours event, shout out to Open Space. They had a great shout event. Shout out to Open Space. They had a great event in which they um, asked everybody in the room, um, I guess just do like a intro to yourself and whatnot. What do you want to be called and, and all of that? And this one young lady was like, I'm demisexual. And I'm like, what is that? Never heard of that. <laughs> and then she goes to explain that um, it's not bisexuality. It's not um, homosexuality. It's it's that I it, she doesn't get turned on to anybody unless there is an emotional connection. Oh, okay, okay. And like some people think that she's just not sexual at all. Like she's asexual. Like I don't want to have sex no. or anything. But it's like it can be a guy, girl, trans, whatever. But Unless I am emotionally connected to you, I will not. I will not. Like I just turn off. Like there will be no, there will not be no openness. It will be closed, okay. and there will nothing be happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay, y'all. So it, it's been real. This is my first 
podcast. Again, I just want to thank Kiki Couture yes. for coming through. Thank you so much for having me yes. and us. Actually, yes. us just hopped on the mic a couple yes. times. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let the people know where they can find y'all at, where they can keep in contact with y'all yeah. at, any upcoming events they should know about. Oh, definitely. So um, we are Kinky Couture um, on Instagram, Facebook, and we're on FetLife. Um, and if you don't know what FetLife is, that is a social media platform for people, for kinksters and people that are in the lifestyle um, mm. who are interested in looking, you know, for fetishes and stuff like that. Um, our next event uh, is going to be on the 28th. Ow. Um, so April 28th, 6 o'clock to 9 p.m. We are going to, it's called Popcorn and Perversion. So we're going to have a kinky movie night where our feature film will be the BDSM film, um, The Secretary. And basically there, we're just going to watch the movie. Well, the popcorn and drink is included in your ticket. It's $10 to come out. Um, and you know, we'll watch I the movie. It's comfy, y'all. <laughs> you can go in your PGs. Yes, you can. Yeah. You can, you know, you just can wear be lingerie casual. if you want to. Hey, you know. safe space, safe yeah. space. So, um, we'll, we'll have the movie, and then afterwards, we're gonna have a discussion about the movie. Um, and then we are going to do a live demonstration Ooh. of a Dom and submissive scene, um, because that's one of the main aspects of the film. Uh, is sadism and masochism. So, um, we definitely want to do that. And, uh, yeah, we're located at the Cry Out Cave. Um, that is 43 Bloomfield Avenue so, in Newark. So. That's our new home. So, we've been throwing our um, our events there. Um, so, we're doing...